Three, two, one, oh, four, five. The snow, Brent Doherty, Don Davenport out today. We hope to get her back tomorrow. We miss and love Babsy. Babsy! There's Ron Slay. Before we get to Ron Slay's intro, you put me on hold. The entire hour is for you guys. All lines are loaded. We'll go back to the phones. Rep Brian from Titans Radio Give me some more. asked for a holdover because. Yep. Uh, Hanging out for one more segment he, because he, we're going to roll out the barrel. He wanted to play something for you guys, mm-hmm. boys and girls, children of all ages. What you got? This. <laughs> what in the world? What? Brett? Uh-oh. <laughs> Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Woo! Shout out to uh, Ray Clay. That's my going to be, baby. That's, right. That's my going to get. Hey, zoom me up the charts, baby. <laughs> zoom me up the Number charts. Number one with a bullet run, Slay. Sylvester Slay. I don't saying, know that man. they heard that on Zone TV. Just saying. Oh. People said they saw you dancing but didn't hear. Dang. That's all right. We got plenty of time to play yeah. this. Yeah, y'all, y'all just, just well, hold no. on. Oh, That's a slapping little bed, you though. Going to be, yeah. I like the bed. Yeah. I'm just yeah. like, well, let's go old school for a minute. Uh-huh. Well, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Serious. Eye in the sky. Won six NBA titles in eight seasons. Um, but as good as they were, in terms of broadcasting and PA and all of those yeah. things, Ray Clay's delivery of they those intros were was They brought the show, man. It was, it was they serious. brought the show. It was serious. And it was a product that was out there, too. That didn't hurt. I mean, I can hear it in my head. At 6-6 guard from North Carolina. Shields oh, immediately. Carolina. Shields immediately. Oh, man. Jordan. Immediately. Even if you're um, in a Jordan fan. Yeah, look up Ray Clay. And and, and, and look up Sirius slash Eye in the Sky, Alan Parsons Project. That's what that song is. Mm, I don't know. Eye in the Sky is the part that most radio stations played when it was popular back in the early 80s. But Sirius is the uh, lead up to that, if you will. Lou Man on uh, YouTube. We didn't hear it, but it was funny. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. That's all right. You you will have your chances, I promise. Good job, Rhett Bryan. Thank you, Rhett Gordon. That's just something slapped together kind of crazy today in Mm -hmm. just a short window of time. We'll we're going to get back in the laboratory. <laughs> yes. uh, Titans with some coaching up. changes. Uh, the following coaches are out. Inside linebacker Jim Hazlitt, assistant defensive line coach Kenechi uh, Udaisy. Um, I had those this morning. Uh, uh, Buck Rising had assistant uh, special teams coach Matt Edwards out. So uh, the zone uh, representing there is assistant strength coach Mondre uh, G from um, – uh, oh, who had that? John Glennon. John Glennon, yeah. yeah. And I know you guys don't care who breaks stories. That's fine. But uh, <laughs> to give credit where credit's due, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's some turning of, of things. So when I put out Jim Hazlitt this morning, uh, the, most of the comments that were coming back I thought was really funny. You misspelled uh, the OC. Um, Todd Downing? Yes, Todd, Todd Downing. Downing. See, I've already forgotten his name. <laughs> but yet you well, spelled Kenechi Udizzy, right? Wow. Okay. Uh, no, they're like, you misspelled Todd Downing, meaning. Oh, Todd I Downing see. I'm sorry. Been, I'm a little slow today, boys. Gone. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I haven't heard anything about Todd Downing and um, hadn't yeah. heard anything about the offensive side no. of the ball. But, uh, you know, I would anticipate uh, 
one or more moves to be made because that's what happens this time of year with every team. When I hear Kenechi Udesi, I think of Aini Kamozi. Remember that? Aini Kamozi. Here come the hot stepper. <laughs> man, 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 man. Gangster. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm alone. Like that. That's it. That's it. That's you like that more than, than, uh, to be. More than Springsteen. Huh? <laughs> I don't know about that, but I just when I hear that, it's just something about the alliteration of the name that reminds me of Aini Kamozi. There you go. Um, all lines are loaded. You want to take a f- couple more let's phone calls to make it. you let's feel any better uh, as we sit here on a Tuesday? Yeah, afternoon it's, it's good to be able to speak to the you know some of the, to the folks. Yes. Uh, where are we going, uh, Tony in Nashville? Tony, what's up? Hey man, what's up, guys? Hey, hey punks along. Yes, sir. The one and only, baby. <laughs> Look here. They keep talking about that the defense, in which they did, they played lights out. They nine sacks and we lost the game. But that's not the worst game I ever set through out there. When we came back, I believe it was the 2000 uh, season playoffs, we was the number one seed. I sat there and watched our defense hold the Baltimore Ravens to six first downs the entire game. Mm. That's man, that's unbelievable. Yeah. And we lost. <laughs> yeah. And we li- and look here, we lived through it. Things like that just happened. That's all that's that that's all that goes down. Yeah, but and that Ravens game in, in, in 2000, uh, that's 22 years ago, and we still have a little pain in our There's scars there, that. just like yeah. Coach Max says. There's scars there. I felt so bad for Al Del Greco that game. That was the last game he ever played as a pro. Man, I heard y'all say that when y'all, you know, Mike. Yeah, missed three, like, three, three field goals, had one blocked. And, you know, and Ray Ray, Ray Lewis strips Eddie in mid-run and runs it back first. I mean, it was awful. Titans. Murphy's Law, anything that could happen, did. <laughs> Titans outgained the Ravens 317 to 134. Time possession, 40 minutes, 29 seconds to 1931. Yeah. 23 first downs to the Ravens, six. And who was the quarterback that day for the Baltimore Ravens? Uh, that would have been uh, the Lipscomb Academy head football. Trent Bingo. Trent Dilfer. Mm-hmm. The Dilfo. Keep hearing from people in the college world that uh, he wants to be a quarterbacks coach at that level. I believe he could probably do that. I believe he I could too. I think he's been working on it for a minute. Yeah, but uh, might be standstill yeah. for a second. He could do it. Six one five seven three seven one zero four five. Will is in L.A. and I'm not talking about Lower Antioch. Wow, Los, Los Angeles. <laughs> hey man, we got a Titans community here in Southern California. I grew up in Tennessee. There's a whole bunch of us here. We love the team. It's a big shout out to those guys because there's a whole community of Titans fans out awesome. here. There we so, go. Well, we'll be out there here yeah. in a couple weeks. Me and Slay and Dawn. Yeah, and I know. What a bummer, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, we have to take care of uh, a few things I'm, before we get there, but yeah. <laughs> I know. And that. And everybody's made really great points. I think everybody on Twitter's got to calm down. Somebody went after Tina Hill's wife on Twitter today. See, come on, it's y'all. horrible. Everybody's got to. That's not how Tennessee does. That's not how the Titans fans do. Like, you can't do that. Oh, but, that's what I'm um, saying. Like, he didn't play well, but it's nothing personal. Yeah, yeah. and don't drag people's yeah, family he, into yeah, that. Let's, let's yeah. don't and that. he did not. It, he did not not try to play well. Like, right. this is what yeah. it is, man. And that's right. Yeah, I right. mean, the thing is, is that people don't realize like how bad the team really was before he showed up, and how he's 
you know, and this is kind of gets to my other point too. It's like, if you look at Downing, this is really his second chance. Like he was an offensive coordinator for the Raiders and this, this stat struck me and I don't know if this is going around or not, but I'll just, I'll just lay this for you. If you Derek Carr under Todd Downing is OC, I think it was 2017. His stats are, this is with one less game, 3,496 yards, 22 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. Ryan Tannehill this year with Todd Downing with an extra game, 3,734 yards, 21 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. Their numbers are virtually identical. (laughs) And I'll agree with another caller earlier who said, Tannehill never felt comfortable in this offense. Not once did I see him feel comfortable in this offense. Under Art Smith, he would check reads. He would make he would call audibles from time to time, not a lot, but he never felt settled in this offense. And when you're coaching, when you're managing people, I'm a manager, when you're working with people, and I can only relate very minorly to the pressure of coaching on an NFL team, you've got to set your people up for success. And I just don't think that Todd Downing was interested in dealing with making his personnel put them in situations where they were able to play at their best. Well, it's tough and, because honestly, like it's tough to evaluate down. I know he's, he's the guy that's yeah. taking all the headshots for sure, but th- put yourself in his position. Like week to week, he was dealing with completely different lineups, a piecemeal and, roster yeah, and trying to put together game plans. So and like, will, and, and there were parts in the middle of the season, they weren't practicing on Wednesdays. They were doing walkthroughs, right? There so, weren't enough guys. Yeah. So am I going to sit here and say, oh, man, Todd Downing's the guy? No. Well, and here's the thing people forget, but and I still I've go back to this. i major concerns about him. But 2019, in the fir- when uh, Arthur Smith was the first-year OC, they went 2-4. and four, And people were ready to yeah. run Arthur out on a rail. Right. And I'm like, yeah, you know, point. Pe- people got to calm down just a little bit. You're right about that part, Will. But um, Yeah, but, like, if they fired Todd Downing, I'd be like, okay. You know, let's move on. Who, yeah, who's, I mean, I think in? that there are ways. I don't want anybody to get fired. I don't think we should be rooting for people to get fired. We yeah. should be rooting for people to be successful. This team worked really hard to come back and mm-hmm. take advantage of the one seed. I feel bad for all of them. But the one thing that, like, Vrabel and J-Rob have been able to do is identify talent and coach up guys and make them really good. You see it all over the draft classes where guys just pop. Here and there, we have superstars that we develop. We have to be real happy with that as Titans fans because we haven't had that in a long time. Hey, thank yeah. you, Will. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate good and, call. Uh, uh, good, good representing out there in uh, in LA, man. Um, I know something you're going to be following is uh, tight end in the draft. Mm-hmm. I think they need. Well, and here's the thing: as of right now, all of the tight ends are not under contract that were contributors this year. They're all they're all unrestricted free agents. That's right. And um, there's a couple of tight ends I've already got an eye on that I like. And, you know, that's the thing is I'm I'm going to wrap up the season stuff, work on Ron Slay stuff. Hey. And uh, I'm probably going to take a long weekend. And then next week, Coach Mac it. and I will begin the journey. I love it. Yeah. For um, NFL, the 2022 NFL Draft. I'm Good so to see you, Rep. B. Thanks Great to see you guys. Thanks for Thank letting you, me uh, sit in with you. And uh, this was this was good therapy for me today. It's good to talk about it and uh, just kind of keep bebopping down the road. More of your reaction, uh, day two reaction, uh, reaction week, I guess. Uh, your <laughs> therapy session continues at 3HL. One line is open. Grab it. We'll be right back.
Very child, 104.5 The Zone. Brent Dorney, Ron Slay with you. What up, y'all? What up, Nashville? What's happening? Tuesday evening in the Music City. Tennessee, what's up? Hey, coming up tomorrow, we're going to have to talk fast. We got to get three hours worth of show in before 4.30. Well, I'm only going to say a couple of things, and y'all can have it. Well, you got announcements? No, I don't even know this announcement. This is more of a statement. You going to make a statement? Yeah, we're going to spank the Gators. Oh, yeah, I'm 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 just that's I'm just on that. We're gonna spank the gators tomorrow. All you Florida fans out there, what up? We're gonna spank y'all. You just seem kind of matter of fact about it. I am matter of fact about There's this. No one. emotion involved. This ain't because they like, up I mean, and down, up and down. They don't know which way they headed, but that don't mean you walking into Thompson Bowling and you're gonna get a get your whole season together on this. I don't even know what to do with this. Yeah, like, we're this gonna spank no, them up. This is no roof off emotional like, filled this like a, diatribe. This one this my like oh, we gotta play them number. Spank them up. You know what I mean? Get them out the way. Spat, spat, spat. That's spank. It's not a sentence with like an exclamation point. It's more of like a semicolon. Like, yeah, it's like... <laughs> we spank them up. Get them on out the way. Next. We got, we got man. Spank them up. Go and get ready to go down to Austin. Take care of this for Coach Barnes, man. That'll be fun. Saturday at 7 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, Rick Barnes uh, returns yeah. to Texas. Yeah. And it's serious between us and the Gators. You know what I mean? Like, this is a hate. And I don't say hate. But I say hate. By the way, uh, Major League Baseball, people that follow that little deal, David Ortiz, the only player put through into the Hall of Fame this year, which means Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, went through 10 ballots, did not get in. Dang. They're hardcore in baseball, man. What is wrong with the man? David Ortiz got 77.9% of the vote he's in, first year on ballot. Big poppy, man. That's That's still my 11 year old's favorite player. Is it? Yeah, and when we went to the World Series. I saw that. You sent that picture. He was in the lobby of the hotel, and uh, I was just having a drink with my buddy. And and, uh, so my kid, his kid, were running around taking pictures with people and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And he comes back, and he (laughs) – props to Drew Doherty. (laughs) He came back with a selfie with him and his buddy and David Ortiz. (laughs) Sometimes sometimes we just do, like Savage likes to say. Sometimes, as kids, we just do. I'm like – Check out the balls, on, the baseballs on that kid. You got to get it done, To go man. to David Ortiz, who's his favorite player of all time. Double D know how to go get it done. Nashville picture. He, he from Nashville. He ain't Nashville. Boy, they had Acuna. They had, they had everybody. Acuna Matata. Yeah. Still haven't seen it. You got a problem. <laughs> hey, we got do got an announcement. You have an announcement? I do, for real. Straight up, for real. Well, bon, hold on. Bond, okay. 66% of the vote. Clemens, 65.2. They were two and three on the list. You need 75%. Turn. Almost. Kurt Schilling also, 10th year, so he's done. You can only be on the ballot 10 times. Now they can vote you in like the Veterans Committee can vote you in later. But man, that's the see, but that, man, I'm, see. Are you then, in the Italian League Hall of Fame? Nah. Randolph, Randolph would Randolph be. Randolph Childers? Man, without question, the professor. <laughs> that was his nickname. What was your announcement? So yeah, I took you away from it again. Um, 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 bro, we got a um big announcement, y'all. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Salute to our guy, man, McDonald's All American. Oh, it's official, Brandon Miller. Salute, Kane Ridge. Salute to you guys, the coaching staff, Marlon Sims, Marcus Kinzer, all you guys over there, Big George. Hey, man, way to hold it down, man. Brandon Miller, if you haven't seen, just just go. You, you'll go, go down a rabbit out. hole on the internet. Go check if him you out. Search him out.
Go check him out. He literally jumped over a guy trying to take a charge. At Overton, yeah, at their own place. And the guy that took the charge just headed up the floor like, yeah, like what yeah. am I going to do? Yeah, what y'all want me to do, jump up at Will? <laughs> he jumped over me. Like, why wasn't he ready? He yeah. jumped if over. I, if I elevated all, it could get really ugly for hey, a lot man. of people. <laughs> That's but big here, time, Here's man. my problem with Brandon Miller. Mm-hmm. Between you and most Phillips who's over at Cane Ridge, y'all couldn't get that guy to Knoxville? I mean, his pops went to Alabama. I know. So he also I mean, went to Hillsboro. Yeah. Daryl Miller. Yeah, yeah, Burroughs doing Burrow things, I guess. He was a senior when I was a junior. I would, man, that would have been nice to have him up on Rocket Top. Him and uh, most Phillips had, had quite a run there that senior year. You, you know who they got beat by in the playoffs? Whoa. Gallatin. Wow, they said Gallatin had that whip back in the day, like too, though. Six nothing or something. So they had that whip. We had to bring in uh, bleachers from John Trotwood Moore. Packed house. Fill all the people. JT Moore. Um, I, listen, Brandon, proud of you, dude. Man, yeah. keep on pushing. Hey, y'all, yep, get right. behind him. Support the city. I mean, support all your teams, but when we come to individual stuff, when the season is over, man, y'all support that kid, man, going up there representing the city. Stayed right there in public school and did it. Didn't have to go to no other school, no prep schools or powerhouses, anything, stay right there. So, hey, man. That's a rare thing. That's too. a very rare thing. And that was tough because the mayor in the city was limiting uh, Metro yeah. Athletics. And it was very easy to bounce right then. It was. That, I think they yeah. played, what, eight games, ten yeah. games or something weird like that. You were behind. You you guys helped out with that too, man. Like, yeah. that's, that's what's right. Yeah. Um, uh, I was looking through this. Uh, yeah, so we're gonna smack the Gators too, though, y'all. And those guys. And we're gonna smack y'all too next year at Alabama too, brother. So <laughs> it's all love right now. But as soon as you get down, there, I'm looking at the camera. Forget y'all. It ain't nothing. Okay. Uh, Todd Helton. Sorry. Sixth on the list for Baseball Hall of Fame. Go Vols. Fifty-two percent of the vote. He's in year four. So Todd come Helton. on, y'all get Helton in there, man. This man played two sports. Um, somebody pointed out. I forget who. I think it was. Aria, who covers uh, Vanderbilt sports, said that uh, there's only one former SEC player in the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. That's Frank Thomas. Really? The big hurt. Auburn. Yep. That's a shame. Tight end at Auburn. That's a shame, man. All right, back to the phones. Robin Fairview next up on 3HL. Hey, Rob, thanks, man, for listening. What's up? Love your show, guys. Thank Uh, you, bro. My pleasure listening to you every day when I can. Thank you so much. I'm going to make a couple of points real quick, and and I'll hang up and listen. First of all, just like the guy about 30 minutes ago, I've been following the Oilers, Titans. I was in the Astrodome when Joe Montana broke a heart then. I've got my heart broken the other day. So I've been around for a while. A couple of points. First, this is the best front office staff we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Most of the coaches are the best we've ever had that I've, and I've seen around here. I would like a little more um, Options in the plays, those third and fourth and ones. I think they could have had King and Foreman both back there. That would have drove the defense crazy. Or quarterbacks, but, 86% success oh, rate. Yeah, something. Yeah. But a couple of things on Tannehill. Last year at this time, we were talking about how efficient he was, how good he was. I don't think that's really changed. I think he's made some poor decisions because of the staff and the, the receivers that he's had. He's tried to force some things. On that play, he had a tight end coming across that was wide open. Yep. Probably would have made the first down. Right. Second of all, the ball he did throw was a strike right in there. Apple made a great play. But so think about this. This is my main point. If Westbrook Aquina had come back two or three yards to that ball, he had had plenty of room for that first down. Would A.J., would Julio, would other receivers come back to that ball? That would have been... 
a whole different ball game. Well, That's would they have created say. more space also? No, you're, you're right about the first. The first route, I think, was designed for a zone, like a zone breaker. So if the, if the linebackers drop, which they did, that's the throw. And he threw it into coverage to the third wide receiver. And, you know, that's it's unfortunate. No, I mean, you don't just lose it overnight. I'm not saying that. But I think I think he got mentally locked up to th- this year for whatever reason. I think there are a ton of reasons yeah, why that could have happened. But that's what I think. That's what it was. He didn't, he didn't lose it overnight. He lost it all year long. Yeah. He, just went, through, he went through spurts also when he was two or three games where he didn't lose it. Yeah, he played well. He, he played in, play well, played well the, going into the playoffs. The range of play is too great there. Like he, coaches want to know what they got yeah. when when players hit the field, and you just you just don't with him sometimes. After that Pittsburgh game, I don't believe he had a um, interception. I don't. Let me, let me make sure about that. He took I, care of the ball. They ran the ball well. Like he he played the way he was supposed to play. Pittsburgh uh, one interception that game. Yeah, after that game, no. Um, who was yeah, it? not until the playoffs. Yeah, three straight games without forty nine. Yeah, and they Dolphins, won all three games. Yeah, it, it, yeah. But that, hey. that's where they were when they made mistakes on offense. That's when they lost because the defense was so good. There you go. There you go. I mean, he had thirteen picks in the first two years. He had fourteen this year, and then you had three more in the playoffs. That's seventeen. And here we go, Jim. I don't know. And you wonder why you're sitting at home with Tony. Tony. <laughs> By the way, maybe we should get uh, we should get the Wolf on this week because she's going to be calling that AFC Championship game. Oh, that'll she, be good. She was in Kansas City for that Kansas City Buffalo thing. Man. And it's funny because the sideline reporter has to get to the winning coach. She In her situation, she's got to get to the winning coach. There were 25 points scored in that last two minutes. You think she was just like running along the end zone? Back and forth, back and forth, <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> Tracy probably ran like eight miles. Yeah. <laughs> That was Babs. Babs probably would have had a backpack on running sideline to sideline. Babs always has her backpack. <laughs> Daddy, hey. There you go, Brent Bachelor. Yeah, Bachelor. For y'all, that if you ever see us out and about, like, and we're in, like, a working environment, Babs always has her backpack on, and it always weighs 5,212 pounds. <laughs> it's a survival kit. I have no idea what's in that thing. She actually has everything. Like, it's a mobile home. She's got a mobile home in Do you there. think she has her dummies in there, just in case she needs to do some ventriloquism? I know. Now, I hope she. I hope she don't think the next time we go somewhere that she's not gonna have to do that. She's gonna have to bring one of them and and do it. I gotta see the show. I gotta see the. I gotta see the show. She done it a long time. She's gonna I, be a little rusty. It's like nah, you know, she got it. A bye bye week it's riding a bike. No, it's riding a bike. It's riding a bike. She ain't got the yips. She said the dolls are at her mom's house, like so in, did. in a box. And I'm like, Put anybody dolls ever in go the in, box? Yeah, you ever anybody ever go in that room? I'd be terrified. I, like those dolls come out at night. They've got to. Oh, Babs invite us over there for and her mom to cook or something. Well, we can just go to the restaurant. Yeah, they own a and restaurant. I'm, yeah, and I'm going. I'm going into their house and I'm going in their box. I'd be terrified of those things. My grandmother had me. these like porcelain dolls. These aren't that, but like, like if you go way back, like they had these porcelain dolls. They would terrify the Shiano <laughs> out of you. Too. Porcelain God. <laughs> I almost had to dump. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> Talking about porcelain dolls. The other be thing that careful. scares the hell out of me, owls. You ever see an owl in a tree? <laughs> no, I've never seen Brent Bassler has. They're number one, they're huge. Yeah. Like you see an owl on the cartoon, it's like, oh, look at that cute owl going, uh uh-uh, uh, dude. You see these things? They feel like they're as big as you are. Yeah. But they're weird because like 
they don't have any legs. <laughs> like they just, it's just a body and feet. <laughs> but then they start turning that head all the way around their body. Yeah, poltergeist. Uh-uh, I'm out, bro. They do the poltergeist on you. So now, like, if you're outside, like, if we're outside together, and I hear the, I'm going the other way. I'm out. Like we went to go make a snow angel in the snow, and we heard the crow or whatever it was. Use the term "we" loosely. You did. I wasn't about to do that. Oh yeah, the crow. You sent me out. <laughs> what? That sounds more like a seagull. Yeah, what the fuck? Uh, Peyton in Hendersonville. Peyton, what's up? Peyton man. Hey, how y'all doing? Hey, we're going, good. Peyton? What's up, bro? I just got a couple points I want to make, and then uh, I'll hang up and listen. Uh, the NFL's a business first, and yep. As far as Tannehill goes, it's what have you done for me today? Not I don't care what you done for me yesterday. John Robinson and Mike Vrabel know how how close this window is. And if y'all go back and look at all the games, like the AFC Championship game, the Green Bay game, the Ra- uh, Ravens game last year, and a few others where Henry gets shut down, Ryan Tannehill is not that guy. So this part I'm about to say is probably going to blow y'all's mind. But when it happens, just remember I said it. Tannehill will get traded to a Washington football team in the offseason. And, A, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson probably a long shot, but yeah. if we get him, that would be set for about 15 years or Aaron Rodgers. 15. But Ryan Tannehill will not be the quarterback next year. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you, Peyton. Washington would be that team that would do something like that, right? Yeah, them uh the Jets probably would do something like that too. Um I mean fifteen years, we can get fifteen years out of a guy like Deshaun Watson. Well that'd be something, huh? Man, that is that's a, quite a statement. Ooh, how old is he? Listen. Twenty six. I'm gonna look it up. Um never say never with uh with J Rob, honestly. Right. You said they move in the they move in the shadows. Russell Wilson fits like from a mental like he He's that kind of like he is that Titans mindset guy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers likes Nashville. I know that. Does he? But how much are you going to pay him? And you've also got to unload Tannehill. Like there, there, there has to have there has to be a lot of things that go in place. So, right. Yeah. So Deshaun Watson's twenty six. So he would need to play until he was forty one. Russell Wilson thirty three. Yeah. How old are you? I'm 40. I'm a man. Oh, my gosh. Mark Mark Marion, he just sent me a picture. There's an owl on one side of the text where he's just standing there, and it's all body and then the talons. And then somebody lifts up the body, and this thing has, like, long legs. Oh, come on, Marion. No, that, that's, that's a fake owl. That's a fake owl. He said you can't unsee this. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't even want to see it. That's an owl oh, ostrich. You are going to see this. No, I'm not. I got to go pay the water bill anyway. Oh, my goodness. We got to tweet <laughs> this out. Texting it I've never seen owl legs before. That's amazing. Hey, but that's the thing, though. Why? I mean, are we just getting – you You would go try to go get a I, – I didn't know Russell Wilson was this old. I thought he was like 30. 33, that's, that's up a little bit. I guess quarterbacks are protected. How old is A-Rod? Uh, he's like 62. Whatever it is we're trying to win right now, though, huh? Got that like 62. Yeah. All right, uh, we'll be right 38. back. 38. 38. There you go. We'll be right back. 3HL, 104.5 This up. You got to see this, man. Oh, sugar. No, this can't. 
Three HL 1045 the zone. What up? Red Doherty, Ron Slay. Back at it tomorrow. This is the zone all day long. Let's go to line six. We've got downtown in Nashville on 3HL. What's up, downtown? Uh, you know, it feels like the fan base and people in Nashville are just going to be pouring it on Tannehill. But the reality is a lot of this is self-inflicted wounds, and it's not so much Tannehill, the football player. It's the, the character of how you hold yourself after this. And specifically, in times of, of this uh, heartbreak, you know, a lot of us are looking for some kind of leadership or stability, but to really not have that accountability and to really, after the second interception, you know, being sh- shown on the sidelines kind of with a smirk and laughing with the guys is fine. After the third and the game losing interception, to have that laugh is another thing. Then specifically, the the ending presser after the game was, you know, uh, obviously you're in shock, you're in awe, and you're probably going through the standard cliches and always saying we and, and trying to have accountability held for everybody in the team. But it's really in the last walk away when, when none of the offensive players make themselves available to the press and there's just not yeah. that addressing. It's, you leave yourself open. Yep. And it's, 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 it's due for that. And that's, that's more of a concern for me than the football aspect of it because that tells you more about the character than anything else. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Yeah, um, I think a lot of people were expecting to hear from Ryan Tannehill on the, uh, on the exit day. And uh, what were there, seven players and six defensive players? And A.J. Brown was the only offensive player? Slave's mic's not working for some reason. You got it? How did that happen in one uh, break? Anyway, um, I, I don't know the reason for that. Um, was that – whoa, now it's uh, going uh, in a really different direction. Uh, I don't know the reason for that. I don't know if Tannehill chose not to speak with the media or he wasn't asked by the coaching staff. To, I, I don't know. I don't know how that process worked. Uh, but uh, I'm sure someone will ask that question at some point. You just will not be heard in this segment. We have. You can hear me. I can talk louder. We. we... That's one thing they ain't got to worry about. I can talk loud. We tried to shut you down, man. Yeah, ain't no shutting me down just because I found out uh, uh, Owl's got long legs. Yeah, there's a picture on Twitter that Mark Mariani put out there that's really disturbing about Owls. They really have long, skinny legs. It's it's quite disturbing. I, I think I hate them even more now. They're supposed to be smart. I don't know why. Owls is kind of shaped like me. Owls are shaped like you, skinny legs. Let's go John next up on uh, 3HL. John, what's up, man? Hey, guys. Um, I love Ron. Ron's take on a lot of things. He's he's killing me. But uh, I, real quick, I just got a couple of things. Um, a couple of callers took my uh, took took to some of the things I was thinking about. But uh, with Derek, um, third, um, the third and one situation and the fourth and one situation, if we've got the king, then – there should not have been an issue right there. Um, I don't know. I don't know uh, much about football and, and how they do what you guys call schemes and things like that. But that that should have been not a non-issue to pick up that first down. Um, also, I I don't and still don't understand why Foreman was not uh, laced into the into the scheme more. That guy was a rocket ship, and you saw it with your own eyes. I saw it with my own eyes. 
the 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 speed and the explosiveness of that guy. He's been like that the whole time. When Derek was gone, we were fine. We were doing the Hilliard and uh, uh, Foreman situation, and it was working really well. And there was one other guy we were running in there too, but it was working very well for us. And we were we were keeping up with the yards. We had big explosive plays with both with uh, with Dante several times. Yep. So I don't know where that what what that's all about. Yep. I don't know why we thought that we could sit a whole half a season without Derek there while he was on the mend and expect him to come in here. And, and I know that you guys say when they're cleared to play, they're cleared to play. But with that said, that's where I'm at with that. And now the last thing is, is that the last caller's thing about not taking responsibility. I got to agree with him there. If that had been Roethlisberger, he would have been out there and he would have said, look, it's on me. He would have just said it that way. He said, look, I, I apologize to the fans. But with that said, I dropped about, I think it was around 600 bucks on Tannehill jerseys for Christmas for me and my sons. And, you know, they're really nice, you know, the real deal NFL. We're, we're ready to play. And I'm not, I'm not, we can't, like you guys say about the money and all those things that have to fall in line that have that happen. He's my quarterback. And I'm still wearing that jersey. I'm not taking it off. I'm hanging it up and dry cleaning it, and I'm pulling it out next year. And if he's here, I'm I'm 100% behind the guy because I saw him do things all through the season that were pretty pretty spectacular. Along, you know, where he tucked and ran and dove over people and did things that and took how many sacks did he have? That where he got beat to, beat down back there. Yeah. So there's a there's I understand where everybody is with the three interceptions. The first one. We got a safety out there just sitting there. No, no, like Blaine said, didn't take him. He didn't have a – there was nothing for that guy to look after. That's right. He was right there, an extra guy, easy pick for him. Um, and the other one to Akina in the, the last one, a tough situation. But I also seen him hook up with Akina a few games ago to keep us alive, to keep us in this drive to go to the Super Bowl for 15 yards on a third and nine or fourth and fourth and ten or wherever the heck it was. I remember it. Yeah. Uh, I, where it was down the center of the field and they made a great play and kept us alive to keep going. So I'm still in the game with 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 all these guys. And with all the changes that come, and then listen, Ferkser was doing stuff in the middle of the field before Swain was making catches for us that were big plays. There was a lot of things that were going on. That, and, and listen, Derek never got to the flat. He never got off to the outside where he breaks those big ones. Usually we get two touchdowns from that guy. So I say like the guy from Jersey or where he was from New York who said let's get a quarterback coach or something like that or some kind of a psychiatrist person. I don't know. <laughs> But whatever hey, it takes, I'm bringing my 17 jersey back out. Hey, John, yeah. usually when I buy jerseys for my kids, like, that guy gets cut. Like, I, I'm notorious that's happened. So, uh, good luck with that. Um, <laughs> now, they can't just cut him or they're just eating, like, $19 million. Um, But, anyway, uh, mostly, mostly, I agree with most of those points, except for Nick Westbrook and Keena in that moment. When you've got AJ and you've got Julio, I'm not running a 15-yard curl with him with 20 seconds left. Get it to the stars. Get it to the stars is what Slay said. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. Uh, coming up next, more of us. <laughs> Got Kushlash. Um, after party is next. Appreciate Brett Battler, uh, Bachelor uh, producing the show. Back at it tomorrow. Hope hope to get Babs back in here. Uh, Chris Mack apparently out at Louisville. That's another story that, that Slay can't comment on because he doesn't have a microphone. Uh, but we will tomorrow. Later. Love y'all. Peace.